0: Hi, I'm Connie, and this is From Chaos to Peace with Connie, where I explore, sometimes solo and often with a guest, how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, I'm talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our lives. Hello my friend, welcome, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. And if this is your very first time here, a warm welcome to you too. And I'm so honored that you're checking out my podcast. This is episode number 135 of the From Chaos to Peace podcast, where a few minutes a day keep the chaos away, where you learn how clutter is so much more than you think, and of course why I say that clearing your clutter is self-love. So today I want to talk about a special kind of clutter, things you have, that you bought, that you really love, but that you don't use. Remember, to figure out if something is clutter, we go through the list. It's things you don't use or love, things that are untidy or disorganized, too many things in in a small space, and anything unfinished. So here I'm talking about the first category, things we don't use or love, but most of the time we think of things in, in this category that we don't love and therefore don't use. But today I want to talk about things that we don't use because we love them so much. A while back I came across an article that was talking about this very phenomenon, and they called it the specialness spiral, how we sometimes buy things, but then don't use them, or in the case of clothes and shoes, not wear them. And yes, let me tell you, I do have and had stuff like this as well. And yes, again, that is also really clutter. So the person who wrote the article that I'm talking about was interviewing Wharton Marketing Professor Jonah Berger. I have the article linked in the show notes if you are interested to go and read it. And so, Marketing Professor Jonah Berger and Jacqueline Rifkin, Assistant Marketing Professor at the University of Missouri, Kansas City's Henry W. Block School of Management, oh my God, that's a mouthful, did a study and then wrote a paper together called how non-consumption can turn ordinary items into perceived treasures. They suggest that you'd probably find items that you have purchased in the last year or two that you haven't used yet, like maybe a pair of shoes you were saving for the right occasion or the good towels that you only put out for overnight guests, which you might not have had because of the pandemic. And they, and with they, I mean... Jonah Berger and Jacqueline Rifkin, so they suggest that if you haven't used these things by now, there's a pretty good chance you never will, but end up with piles of clutter. In the article, Professor Berger talked about a pair of interview shoes that he had bought and was wearing for a job interview and then never again. He says he loved them so much that he always passed up wearing them because he wanted to save them for the right occasion. And then what happened was that they went out of style and he had to get rid of them. That's an example of the specialness spiral. He goes on to say he noticed this with other items he owned, <laughs> even with as something as common as socks. And so he got curious if that was just him or if it was a common consumer behavior. So in their study, Jonah Berger and Jacqueline Rifkin did experiments even with something as ordinary as a $12 bottle of wine. Really nothing special. But here too, if the participants didn't use that bottle one time because they were thinking the occasion is not special enough, they started to see the bottle of wine as a little bit more special than before. And because they saw this bottle of wine a little bit more special than before, at the next opportunity where they could have used it, they would think, well, maybe this is not a good enough opportunity. And they didn't use it again. And so the item became even more special. The specialness spiral was in full effect. What is interesting is that this is not just relevant from a clutter perspective, but also for business owners and marketers, because the study indicates that it might not be such a good idea for marketers to sell their products as special or exclusive, because it could lead to non-consumption, which is not what marketers want, of course. They want us to not only buy their products, but also to use them. So we come back to buy more. So now I'm almost thinking that this article was written to help marketers and business owners, because if people don't go back to buy more and more, they also wouldn't have that much clutter. (laughs) But that's another topic for another time. Back to you. Do you have items like this in your office or in your home or in your closet that fall under this category of specialness? I can give you some examples where this specialness spiral shows up when I help my clients. It is often in the closet or shoe cabinet. They have clothes or shoes they never wear because they're reserved for special occasions. And the more you are not wearing these clothes or shoes, the more special they become as we just learned, and the less likely we're actually ever going to wear them. Or another example is you have dishes and silverware that you only use when you have special guests. Growing up, that was my parents and my grandparents. They had special dishes that were only out maybe on Sunday, but mostly when guests came. And let me tell you, we rarely ever had guests. So basically, those dishes were never used. They were just taking up space in the sidebar or buffet, how we call it, in the dining room. When I got older, we even stopped using them with guests. I thought it was because my parents became more relaxed about around having guests. But now I'm thinking maybe these dishes became so extra special that the guests would have had to be real bigwigs and we never had guests like that. So... Only the regular dishes came out. And now I have an example from myself. A little bit of a silly one. <laughs> I have a special pen that I haven't used in a long time. It's a Mau pen. Some of you might recognize the name. It's a ridiculously expensive pen. I think I paid over 200 Swiss francs for it 20 plus years ago. When I just googled it, I saw $335. Why would anyone have such an expensive pen, you wonder? Well, when I was working in the corporate world, that was a status symbol. And if I remember right, I bought myself this pen after passing the accounting exams. Back then, I really used it a lot at work and later when I became a corporate consultant, of course, I would use it when working with my clients. Again, to show status, I guess. Pretty silly, I know. But what's even more silly is that since I haven't been really going to clients that much lately thank you, pandemic, I haven't used the pen. It seems too special just to use it here in my home office. Instead, I was fighting with cheap pens from the dollar store that drive me nuts and make writing a real pain. Now get this, instead of starting to use my Mont Blanc again, I actually bought a caran dash pen the other day for $10. I love that pen and I use it, but I could have just used my Mont Blanc pen instead and saved the $10. <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily about the money or the $10 I spent. It's more to show you how we all fall for this trap of the specialness spiral, even if you're a clutter clearing coach. Something they didn't mention in the article, but what I always thought about the special dishes when growing up is that it's kind of a mean thing to do to ourselves. Almost like we're not special enough on our own, or our family is not special enough on our own to use the fancy dishes. Somebody special has to come for dinner. It goes into the same notion that we start cleaning and tidying the house like maniacs when guests are announcing themselves. Everything has to be clean and perfect for them while we just lived maybe in dirt or disorganization, implying that we are not as important as the guests. And the funny thing is the guests are maybe here for an hour or two, but we live in our home 24-7. This is another reason why I say clearing clutter is self-love, because we're not just making our surroundings presentable and nice when we expect visitors. And we're not just using our good items for special occasions, but we see ourselves as special enough to use the dishes every day, to wear the beautiful clothes and shoes because we love them and love to wear them because they make us feel good. By doing so, we treat ourselves the same way, just as special as we would our guests or as we do treat our guests. Also, this way, we need less things and it reduces the clutter we have because we don't need to go buy new things because the things we have we deem as too special to use. This in turn is, of course, also nice for the wallet because we don't pay for things we don't use and buy in addition cheaper things on top of it so we can use those instead of the good things (laughs) it's good for the planet too because when we only buy one kind of item and not one for special occasions and one for so quote-unquote normal occasions, we have more budget to buy the item we want to buy in a higher quality and we can make sure it was produced ethically, not hurting the planet or abusing labor force. Of course, as always, I never tell you what to do or what to get rid of. What I do help you see is the effect all the clutter has on you and your life. So pay attention next time you catch yourself not using or wearing something you own because you call it too special. Remember, you are special. We are all special. Every day is special. So use and wear the things you love. And if you struggle with clutter in your home office and finances and would like my help with that, contact me. Message me on Instagram or Facebook. My handle is I am Connie Graf or send me an email. You are not broken. You are enough. And you can bring your mess to me and together we'll sort it out. Okay, my friend, that's it for today. Have a beautiful and amazing week. Talk to you next time. Take good care and be safe. If you enjoyed this podcast episode and you want to go on a journey from chaos to peace in your home, office and finances with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one on one are available. Go to conigraph.com C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F.com to schedule your own personal Clutter to Clarity chat. And we will see if working together is a great fit. That is conigraph.com C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F.com.